0: obligation to those who trust us to provide the truth and the best science possible and that's what we're here to do
1: welcome everyone to the driving vision podcast brought to you by the Ziegler auto group i'm your host sam dark and here with me auto group director of talent development mike van ryan welcome mike hey thanks sam be sure to subscribe to the podcast like it if you do and leave a comment The Driving Vision podcast is dedicated to this question. How is Big Vision changing the world today? The annual Drive for Life Foundation Gala has put donor dollars towards solving some of the world's biggest challenges for the past 40 years. Monday, September 12th, donors and charities will gather in Kalamazoo, Michigan to give back. Last year, the event raised over $800,000, every penny of which went directly to those charities the foundation benefits. This year, two anonymous donors have committed to more than double donations and contributions this year your hundred dollar donation as an example turns into 250 thanks to that donor match for the next many weeks the driving vision podcast will feature the charities that benefit from this gala and many of the sponsors and donors that make this night possible today we start with the founding charity the American Cancer Society if you want to help visit driveforlifefoundation.com today to purchase a raffle ticket or contribute to the special 40th annual drive for life gala event, which will be held in Kalamazoo, Michigan, Monday, September 12th, 2022. So today we're featuring several special guests, Mike, are we not? So with us today, first off is our own Matt Thomas. Matt, welcome to the show.
2: Uh, Thanks, Sam. Glad to be here.
1: And we also have Cindy Kovacek, Senior Development Manager with American Cancer Society. Thank you. And we also have Susan Broger with us as well, who is Associate Director Development with American Cancer Society. So we're here for a special reason today, Matt, are we not? Tell us a little bit about uh, the reason we've got the American Cancer Society with us today.
2: Well, we are going to be featuring the American Cancer Society next week on on all of our social media platforms, just highlighting them as our main beneficiary for so many years now and the partnership we've had. And we're just excited. It's a little bit different this year. We're going to be charities and they get first up because they're our biggest charity and they've been with us since the get go. So that's why we're talking to them today. So
1: Cindy, you know a little bit about that. So this year we celebrate the 40th year of Drive for Life and you've been around for quite a few of those years. And in fact, as I'm adding it up, it almost seems like you've been around for Drive for Life longer than you've been alive. But Cindy, tell us a little bit about how you started with Drive for Life and what it's been like watching the evolution of this event over the years.
3: Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for that, Matt. Yeah. It's been such at the start of my career be. part of the Drive for Life and it was originally called the Car Raffle. And when Ziegler Auto Group took this event over in its fourth or fifth year, it really went to a whole nother level. And then when the Drive for Life Foundation stepped up, it even got bigger. It's really helping. We're so proud to be a charity partner and it's helping so many charities in our community and it's only grown and helped everyone. And so I believe the first year of this event, I don't even remember what the car was, but it could have been like a Chevy that <laughs> Who knows that? The dollars raised and what it's done for the community, people still talk about it. They, they're they like, I remember going to that event and just the elevated. It's one of a kind and it, there's nothing like this in Kalamazoo. And it's we're just proud to be a partner with the Drive for Life Foundation and continually be a charity partner.
1: Cindy, what is it about a great event like that where you walk into this huge ballroom and there's just this sense of energy and excitement? Everyone gathered together for a good cause to support some that's important and doing good with the money that is ends up being raised, Cindy. What makes it such a great? What What makes that event and kind of the feel so great?
3: Well, I think I mean number one, people like that. I mean, the chance the odds are better than some raffles to actually win thirty thousand dollars or a car. True. So there's everybody. Yeah. There's always yeah. and you all know this. There's always that. When we draw the the ticket, there's like this. The room is finally quiet. The gasp. (laughs) And then there's a collective sigh because everyone's like, darn, I didn't win. And sometimes the winner's there. And when the winner is there... That's magic. The other part is just we've had a lot of neat celebrity guests that have come and um, sports figures, and people are like, Where's so and so? And they're kind of looking around the room for that person. And those speakers bring a great energy. And many of them have been touched by cancer. And so they've done a great job of tying this event and the fun and the glitz and the glamour and all the auction items to why we're here. And so that always adds an added element of energy, too, I think.
1: Yeah. So, when you think about your 25-year history with this 40-year event, Cindy, how many times have you won the car? Now, you don't have to answer that if you haven't won it yet, but have you?
3: At least. No. Unfortunately, at, <laughs> at one time, at You're least- You're probably
1: disqualified. Yeah,
3: yep. yeah. We weren't eligible to enter. So, I didn't have- I had zero ticket.
1: Ah, okay. Ramp- well, everyone listening today is absolutely eligible. Yeah, absolutely eligible. So, Susan, you and your role, tell us a little bit about your role with American Cancer Society and your affiliation with Drive for Life.
0: Absolutely. So, I started with American Cancer Society six years ago. And at that time, I managed a lot of the grassroots events and some like Relay for Life, Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. And some of those events were down in the Kalamazoo area where I got to work closely with Cindy. And so, I was able to sort of step in and support Cindy at Drive for Life in the past and just really kind of learn from Cindy. And now I am an associate director. So I manage a staff of um, three grassroots community development managers on the west side of the state. And we in turn get to still support Cindy and help wave that flag for ACS.
1: That's awesome. Now, Susan, one of the challenging parts of any charitable organization is at the end of the day, there has to be an organization. And so you talk about structure and you talk grassroots and we talk about fundraising and those are the mechanics of doing good, right? One of the challenges is trying to understand really what is the impact that this organization has on the community. And you have your own interesting story about why you're involved with this. Would you tell share a little bit about that with us, Susan?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I, before I started with the American Cancer Society, I didn't have much of a background in nonprofit fundraising, um, but I was sort of catapulted into that space when in 2012, my mom was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And mm. it was a gut punch. It was scary and there was so much uncertainty. So fast forward 10 short weeks and my mother passed away. It was 10 years yesterday. Mm. So that was really hard. And when any one individual experiences a loss of a loved one, especially to cancer, you sit there and you wonder why and what can I do and what could have been done differently? And how did we not see this coming? So I threw myself into finding out how we can solve this problem. And so I started a fundraiser in her honor. And it was very successful and it lasted for five years. And it's what led me to the American Cancer Society. But throughout all of that, I worked very closely with a pancreatic cancer researcher and we have a lot of conversation. And part of that is I said, I need you to help use these funds I'm donating to your lab and help us find this pancreatic cancer sooner because pancreatic cancer is usually found in stage four. And at that point, it's not curable. Yeah. So we need to find this cancer sooner and we need to treat it more effectively. And I'm donating these funds to you for this reason. And my point is that fast forward 10 years later, the American Cancer Society is currently funding a pancreatic cancer researcher at the Van Andel Institute. Oh,
1: that's neat. And
0: it's so special. And so my point is, please don't ever think that your dollars don't matter. You might not see it today. You might not see it right away. But for those who are unaware, Van Andel Institute sits right here in West Michigan, right in grand rapids and american cancer society only funds the best science so that really tells you that the best science is happening right here in our community and our dollars that are donated matter and i will tell you that today there is a blood test developed through the pancreatic cancer research lab at the van andel institute that can find this cancer sooner through biomarkers in the blood so it all matters you guys it all matters
1: So Susan, thank you for sharing that story. What's your mom's name?
0: My mom's name was Mary.
1: Mary, she must be so proud a decade later. That you're in this position where you've kind of, how would she feel? What would her response be to know what you've accomplished this past decade?
0: You're going to make me cry, Sam. So (laughs) um, (laughs) that's okay. That's okay. We were just talking about this. My younger brother works for the state police. And we always joke that maybe it's a good thing mom's not here because she'd be freaking out all the time, right? (laughs) Um, So my younger brother is a state trooper. My oldest brother is actually an oncology nurse. And so he was always, you know, it kind of shocked us all when he went back to school for nursing and was like valedictorian because that's not the brother I had in high school. But today he is like second in charge in a hospital in California.
3: Wow. And
0: so the work he's doing, the work I'm doing, the work my younger brother does... You know, for everybody, we always say she was already proud of us. Yeah. So it's, it is. It's it's special.
1: That's beautiful. And we appreciate you sharing that. You know, yeah. it's, it's interesting. Cancer has such a horrible impact. And yeah. the terrible impact that it has is relative to the impact that you're having and your whole family has had. I mean, for your brother to be doing what he's doing in California, for you to have had the impact you've had, you just feel that your mom would be incredibly proud
0: yeah. And it sounds so cliche to think, oh, I have to do something. But my message to everybody is, please don't wait till it happens to you. Yeah. Nobody thinks they're going to get cancer. Yeah. Nobody lives their life expecting to get it. So if somebody had done years ago, what I have done for my mom recently, maybe she'd still be here. And so I think of that all the time when we work with our communities yeah. in the breast cancer space it's so prevalent. And it's just so important to relay this message to people over and over. Please, Please be proactive. Don't. Cancer is not something you can be reactive with. Yeah. So when you join an event like Drive for Life or any of our grassroots events, please know two things. Don't wait till it happens to you and your dollars absolutely make a difference.
1: Yeah. And you know something that not a lot of people realize, Susan and Cindy, but 100% of the donations that are made as part of the Drive for Life event go directly to the charities. So a hun- every single penny of that raffle ticket you buy or the award or the uh, the live auction that you auction on, go straight to that. And there's five of us on the call. Raise your hand if your world has been impacted by cancer. I mean, all five of us. My own mom, unfortunately, passed away of melanoma, skin cancer when she was 51. And, you know, I'm not that many far years removed. And I think we can all attest that it's a painful, challenging way to pass. And so I love your conviction and what you've done to help bolster this cause. And, you know, Mike, it's interesting. We aren't able during the event to talk about these stories because Because the event is a pretty quick time and it has a certain cadence to it. So we really appreciate, you know, sharing these stories, right? So Cindy, how can I give right now listening to this podcast if I wanted to support either, how can I support the Drive for Life event? What can I do?
3: Well, I mean, you can obviously either if you're a company or corporate, you can become a sponsor. There's really three ways that this event raises money, sponsorship, ticket sales, buy a ticket and get that opportunity to win that Honda or the cash, the 30 thousand dollars or you can obviously volunteer the day of the event if you're not a sponsor in the ticket or if you're there you definitely want to buy one of those auction items because those are um, some unique one-of-a-kind experiences that I can't go to the store and buy a trip to the Green Bay Packers or a week on a yacht.
1: No. In fact, Matt, would you share with us some of those auction items as you come to the event that day seeking to support American Cancer Society that I may see up on the auction block?
2: Oh, there's a lot of great auction items, Sam. So last year we had uh, 17 auction items and a couple of them included a luxury trip to the Windy City. Flying in our own Ziegler hot air balloon, floating among the clouds there. We had um, a leap to Lambo. Last year as well, which we'll have again this year, we had an unbelievable ocean view cruise on a luxury yacht. We had a sweet life at the Motor City for a Red Wings game. So those are just a few of those items that we're going to have. Sam, you know what? P- people can check them out right now if they went on driveforlifefoundation.org or driveforlifefoundation.com, and then you can also check out our social media pages as well if you just look at Drive for Life. Board as well, so you can sponsor. You can become a sponsor by going right on our website, and you can purchase a ticket by going on our website as well. Either one of those things.
1: And again, a hundred percent of those proceeds go directly to the charities that are benefited by it. There isn't expense created on our part for administering this event. They go straight to the charity. So, Susan, tell us, what are some of the things that the American Cancer Society is working on? Pancreatic cancer is one. Uh, What are some other areas of research or help that ACS is providing to uh, recipients?
0: Yeah, the American Cancer Society is working very hard post-pandemic to get some of our mission services back up and running. And some of those include Road to Recovery, which offers free transportation to patients who do not have a ride to treatment. We are very focused on breaking down some of those barriers to treatment. And in another piece too is lodging. Some people may, their best treatment option might be at the West Michigan Cancer Center. And if they live in Ludington or Gaylord and their best treatment option is right here in the greater Kalamazoo area or at Spectrum Health, the American Cancer Society can work with them to give them free or reduced lodging at a hotel near their treatment to take away the travel burden from them. Another really important thing too is working with some of our communities that may experience some different aspects of cancer care and treatment that not everybody experiences. And we really want to level the playing field. So we're focusing huge on health equity, whether it's a language barrier, an insurance barrier, a transportation barrier, an economic disadvantage. We're really working hard with some of our local leaders and organizations to alleviate that stress so that we all have an equal chance of fighting cancer.
1: You know, one of the things, and maybe you had this experience, Susan, that we found during our conversation. Of journey through my mom's cancer was there are so many like theories out there. How do I put this without it coming off wrong? There's so many people that are willing to sell you solutions that are not science-based, they're not credible, they're not even real. It's it's selling hope without the potential for a return. And I think one of the great things about an organization like American Cancer Society, where you have so much invested in so many different areas, you're really following the science and you're following, you know, the need rather than kind of backing things that really aren't founded. Does that make any sense? I don't know if anybody has anything to say on that, but. Yeah,
0: no, it makes absolute sense, Sam. And so what's your one-stop shop for all things valid and backed when it comes to um, the fight against cancer is cancer.org you can head over to our website and you can search nearly anything and get a wonderfully vast group of information that is scientifically backed. We have got some of the best scientists in the world working for the American Cancer Society. And if it is, we are very careful not to jump on a bandwagon. The American Cancer Society takes incredible care to make sure that we're provided. We have an obligation to those who trust us to provide the truth and the best science possible. And that's what we're here to do. It's also important to know that the American Cancer Society is the largest non-governmental funder of cancer research in the nation. Wow. So yeah, so, so when people donate to us, their donations matter and they go a very long way.
1: So Susan and Cindy, one of the big questions we ask on the Driving Vision podcast is what is your vision of the future? So when you think about American Cancer Society, the world is a better place when what is accomplished? Is it the total eradication of cancer as a disease? Is it enough solutions that it has less of an impact? What's the primary mission of the charity?
0: You want to go first, yeah. Cindy, I mean,
3: or you want me you to go kinda, first? You kind of you kind of said it, Sam. I mean, we have even in our leases and our- I
1: took your answer. I apologize.
3: Yes, <laughs> no, it's kind of a cool thing that I'll share that popped into my mind as you were speaking that we have in the leases and any of the buildings we have that we're able to break that lease if a cure is found for cancer. And so we always, our hope is not to be working here. Our hope is not to have to have that lease and that cancer when you- Wait, is
1: that a real thing?
3: 100% real thing. I love and that. And landlords, when they see that, they're like, I hope you do get that lease. They freak out. They root for us. I rent love rent.
1: that. I've never heard that before. So a charity with a goal written into every lease, they lease a piece of property that if they achieve and accomplish their goal, they're folding it up and they're going home. Right? Yeah. That is pretty cool. How long has that been a, an aspect of the American Cancer Society?
3: As long as I've been here. So I've seen it in every lease that I've had to be a part of. So. So do
1: you believe that the American Cancer Society will hit that goal? Will you get there at some point, thanks to the dollars? and? Honestly, I
3: do, or I wouldn't have been with the Cancer Society 25 years and continuing to work on it. I know that when some people think cure as an end goal, and as Susan said before, sometimes more treatment options and more time with that loved one is just as valuable as a cure. I think it was even Cousins at one of the Drive for Life events talked about his father with cancer and that had he been diagnosed, His father had to have a bald patch behind his ear. That's it. And he's surviving. Had his father been diagnosed 50 years ago, they might not have even known why he passed away. So it's testament to why research is so important. But I'd be remiss if the conversation doesn't go here. We really want the listeners that listen to the podcast to know about our 1-800 number. I kind of think of it as, think of it as this, cancer, answer. You can call this number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Have a cancer specialist. You don't even need to know what your question. is is, if you've been diagnosed, everything your doctor said to you could sound like that Charlie Brown voice. You need to talk to someone. You can call them at two in the morning. They can give you questions to ask your doctor at your next appointment. Everything's in really easy to understand terms from treatment options, clinical trials, you name it. They've got it. What free services. We partner with all the charities in Kalamazoo so we don't do everything. So we can refer them to Helping Hands in Kalamazoo if they need medical equipment or a wheelchair. And so it's a one-stop shopping for patients in our community that don't know where to turn. So that's probably one of the best things. And we get about 700 calls a day and the busiest day is Christmas.
1: Oh, you're kidding. That's tragic. And what is that number again?
3: Yeah, that would be important. (laughs) Thank you. It's 1-800-227-2345.
1: You know, it's interesting you say that because I remember the day of my mom's diagnosis. Susan probably remembers the same and uh, you really don't hear it. And then you have so many questions in the aftermath and you really value. I don't know what it is. you, You really value community in the wake of that than you ever did before. And you really there's something about time slowing down a little bit and kind of bringing loved ones around a little bit more and American Cancer Society make a wish. I mean, there are some really good people in the world that are doing things such as yourselves, to help ease the pain of that moment should it happen to anyone. So Cindy and Susan, thank you so much for being here today and for sharing the American Cancer Society with us and our listeners and the Drive for Life event, which again, in its 40th year, it's interesting this year for the first time ever, every dollar contributed to the charity this year will not only be matched, but it'll be matched and then half again. So if you give $100 There are anonymous donors on the other side that are giving 150 on that. If we raise a million, there's anonymous donors on the backside of that giving a million five, which to me, as someone who's been impacted like this, as have you, Susan, and all of us that have raised our hands today, how meaningful is that? Uh, to know that there are people seen and unseen willing to support this cause. Susan, thoughts?
0: Yeah, no, that's, I was just thinking when you were talking about the dollars just now and and the dollars that pour in. Working for the American Cancer Society, we truly see how far those dollars can go. And I just want to underscore how much the American Cancer Society, we give back 80% of every dollar that we raise goes back to our mission. And that is so critical there's not another nonprofit that I know of that can say that. So when I say that we value donations so much, it really is special. And I don't think that um, until you really submerse yourself into what we do here at ACS, that you can truly grasp how many people's lives you're touching. And you said it, Sam, the community, when you are inside that building at Drive for Life, when you've been touched by cancer, your support means everything to you. So whether you're at Drive for Life, Relay for Life, making strides against breast cancer or any of our other events that we hold, the support in the community that surrounds you can really uplift you and carry you through. Whether you're experiencing cancer with your loved one today or 10 years ago, you're part of a club you don't want to be part of. And the community matters. And that's another you know, non-monetary benefit of being part of the American Cancer Society.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. And that's a beautiful way to wrap up as As I think it's a great goal for everyone giving money to think about their ability to. Uh, I, I don't know how many properties Cindy American Cancer Society has across the nation, but Every time I give another dollar to ACS, I'm thinking about all those landlords that are going to lose their property, their leases. So help us end cancer, help us break uh, leases and shock these landlords. And we're going to see everybody at Drive for Life. We appreciate everybody. And, and Cindy, Susan, uh, Mike, Matt, thank you all for being here today.
0: Thanks for having us. I really yeah, appreciate Thank it. you.
4: Well, excited to take Susan and Cindy into our lightning round today. Thanks, ladies, for joining us. Start off with Susan. Susan, what's your favorite hobby or activity? outside of work
0: oh my gosh this is an easy one I have three children who all play sports tour in college and so my favorite hobby outside of work is traveling the midwest
3: to watch them compete
4: cheering them on that's awesome how about you Cindy
3: absolutely well my daughter just graduated so I don't have that hobby but I guess so now that I have all this time in an empty nester we go out on our boat a lot on Austin Lake and just float and enjoy the summer In Michigan.
4: It's been a good summer for that. That's awesome. Let's go back to Susan. Susan, what's something you're most proud of, Mm. either personally or professionally?
0: Yeah, I think honestly, back to what we were talking about on the podcast, when my mom was sick and came home on hospice, she stayed at my house. And so I am most proud of the way my two brothers and I took care of her. She stayed at my house, my younger brother is a financial um, advisor on the side, and he took care of her finances, and my older brother's a nurse, so he took care of her medical needs, so that's what I'm most proud of.
4: Absolutely. How about you, Cindy?
3: It's so easy. It's my daughter. She is in her second year at Western, a nursing student working at Bronson as a CNA, and she is in the Lee Honors College, but all the academics aside, she's just a good person. She meets lots of my volunteers, and she is just one of the kindest hearts you'd ever meet.
4: That's neat, Cindy. Last question, ladies. If you could have one superpower, what would that be? Susan.
3: All right, this is going to sound like it doesn't
0: make sense, but I've always wanted to fly. So I'm afraid of heights, <laughs> but I've always wanted to
3: fly. Love it.
4: Love it. I think that would be
3: it. Yeah. How about you, Maybe Cindy? I'll just fly low. <laughs> Oh my gosh, right now, this isn't going to sound like much of a superpower, but the ability to sleep through the night.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Sam, Team Ziegler, we talk a lot about gratitude, and I am so thankful for Susan and Cindy and everything they do for the American Cancer Society and for us at Team Ziegler with our Drive for Life event. Thanks, ladies.
0: Thank you so much, guys. Thanks.
4: A special thanks to the American Cancer Society for
1: joining us today. Join us September 12th in Kalamazoo, Michigan, for this year's 40th anniversary charity event. Go to driveforlifefoundation.com for event information and a link to contribute. And until next week, how are you driving vision
2: today?